power is always dangerous. The winter is coming. I'm getting lost in the details of nothing. Remember the first time you saw Star Wars? We were still living at your mom's house. Dwight and Bodie lay out the casino plan for Jimmy. As pressure increases, Dwight, Mitch, and Tyson assemble their team. Stacy confronts Waltrip. This is Season 1, Episode 8 of Tulsa King, Adobe Walls, and you are channel surfing with the bargain bin. Description from IMDb, we will not be holding back on spoilers. I am Sandro, and I am joined, as always, by my podcast partner in crime, Ben, and our neighbor downstairs, Mark. So, what did we think? Boys, I, th- I think we're back on top. This episode is something I think all of us have been craving. It, it definitely harkened back to some of the humor that we were missing, uh, but also progressed the story more than any other episode we've covered so far. Uh, Mark, we, uh, we start off with uh, Mitch training what I call the Tulsa Posse right now. Um, what, TP. what are your <laughs> really the, the TP? I didn't <laughs> think about it. Um, what, what, do you, what do you think about this scene? All right, gentlemen. I know it's been one podcast. <laughs> I know it's been one podcast week in podcast relativity time, but it's been a month and four days since we've done this. And what better of an episode to come back to than this? So good. Holy so very good. crap hole. That beginning <laughs> was just apps. It's I could have just watched that on loop and just laughed and probably found about 15 different things every time well, I watched it. All three of us were laughing throughout the entire scene. But Mitch trying to teach everybody how to fire a gun is probably one of the funniest things I've seen in this show. It's beautiful. And even watching the felon hold the gun, I'm like, he's not holding it exactly right (laughs) either. And then I'm watching these other people and it is comical to say the least. Well, even Bodhi and his, uh, his disdain for firearms is played so well. Martin Starr nailed that. He wasn't even really in that scene for that much. But Tyson holding the gun sideways, absolutely amazing. It was all gangsta. But even going back to Bodhi, the way he was pinching the the end of it, like just the way he was holding it like it was rotten fruit. Yeah. And he just couldn't. Oh, man. I did enjoy how uh, Mitch uh, said that he uh, he could probably recruit some uh, ex-con friends. Dwight's all about that. I think we're good to go there. Yeah. And well, how about I, the young lady who can competency, my friend? Well, that's that woman what I was, had skills. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Grace from the dispensary totally steps up in this episode more totally. than we've ever seen her in the show so far. Probably the most dialogue she's had happened in twenty seconds of this one episode. And to be completely honest with that, I've sensed her starting to become that. About three episodes ago, she became. They showed her like once and then they showed her like off her meds and then she kind of was normal ish or like was like engaged or something. Oh, you're right. And they kept it, it felt like they kept inching her and eking her in. I thought this was a brilliant way to bring in a new character, but one who's been there this whole time, but now just starts to shine. And I absolutely love her attitude here too, because she even takes a jab at Dwight. She's not afraid to speak her mind. Yeah. We're living the Dwight life now. So she needs to know how to fire a gun. Like that yeah. is amazing. Yeah, and she knows how to fire a gun. Yeah. And and her, this yeah. This one scene puts us right back on track to where we wanted the show to go. 
Sandro, you were laughing, right? I mean, we were all just spit spitting at whatever we had in our mouths out, right? Yeah, it's it's been a while since we've had comedy like this in the show, and every time they've done this type of comedy, it's been done super well, and we've really enjoyed it. So it is actually really nice that yeah, okay, it's the penultimate in episode, but it just kind of reminds you before things are really going to hit the fan that yes, we have a light light-hearted side and we can still do this. We we all know where we're going with this show. There's going to be a very violent showdown. So even though this is a training scene for that and it's this funny, the the writing is on point. We can all agree, like like Mark, like you said, we we all laughed out loud at numerous points. And does the rest of the episode hold up to this one scene? Yes and no. There there are different arguments to make, but what a great way to start off. It did, it certainly didn't drop fall off a cliff drop. It yeah. certainly I don't think it could could have stayed at that just level because it was some relief. I think the last episode was so tense. Mm -hmm. And this just completely brought it back. It's like, oh, here are the misfits that fit together themselves, but really wouldn't fit together in the world that they're in. And this guy brought them together, but he brought them together in a violent way. But is that cool that he brought them together because he now has a group of people? Or is it the way that he brought them together not okay? You know, it's like very weird philosophical questions. It is a very good question. Unfortunately for the three of us, they follow up the scene with, Stacy. <laughs> and yeah, she confronts Waltrip about uh Roxy's absence. So Roxy who was trying to steal data from the laptop and Waltrip caught her and murdered her, choked her up, strangled her to death. Um I hate to say that we need Stacy in this show, but I think we do because she is honestly driving some of the main plot elements. The character is not interesting, but the way that she's interacting with both Waltrip and Dwight very much is necessary to move the story along. The way they brought her back in in this one was very well done. Agreed. You, even though we're just like over it, I think I think we've kind of just unfortunately kind of the jury's out. It's going to be very hard for her to kind of capture us back. Oh, there's no but way. She's not bad. It's just weird. It's not something that we were looking for in this type of show, I think. But that said, they did okay. It's nothing to say that they, well, the acting is fine. It's just yeah, the yeah, character absolutely. seems aimless. Right. But the way they brought her back in, you know, they stick yeah. her back in, not, not going after Dwight or not with Dwight. And then it bring, comes back, rolls back around. But God, can she just stay away for two, please, two seconds, please? <laughs> She's a plot convenience and they're using her as such. And I get it. It works. I want to move on to the next scene, which is the casino plan. Mark, I don't know if you want to take this or not, but I have to say the idea of putting everything casino related in Jimmy's name is both hilarious and ominous. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a problem because now he's in for a pound mm -hmm. and the human nature is always to get a pound plus one. I am a firm believer in that we're going to lose Jimmy this season. And I don't like that. Uh, he seems like a nice guy. I thought, I thought the interaction was great. Once again, that was a great scene. It was the way they laid awesome. out and Bodie's like, I here, I laid out a business plan. 
here's here's a <laughs> nice spiralized uh perforated you know <laughs> folder portfolio for you what do you think sandro but more importantly did you bring any of that apricot jelly <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you yeah. for mentioning that this scene was unfortunately the saddest one for me in the episode though because we get that little tidbit where he tells us bad face is in jail and i just get the realization no more bad face yet no more bad face yet i believe that if what i think is going to happen actually happens and jimmy bites it we're gonna get bad face on a mad rampage once he gets out once he gets out of prison i think they foreshadowed that bad face is gonna be the owner casino yeah, yeah but I it's agree. gonna be hard with the other priors they said though right didn't he hint that he had a bunch of priors. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that'll work, but it's a federal thing versus a Native American thing. So a lot of times those things do not transfer. So uh, guys, you're missing the big picture here. Dwight is going to be arrested. I, I predicted it yeah. way near the beginning of the season that at the end of this season, I expect him to either be dead or in jail. Yeah, that was pretty much from the very beginning. I think you called that. Yeah, you I said it was the Sean Bean character, right? Yeah, bring absolutely. in the big name to get you hooked, introduce to you the other characters, kind of set them up on their own two feet, and then he can bow out in some regard. But now I'm thinking they're going to run a business on two fronts, and he and Badface are going to team up in jail. <laughs> oh my god. What an amazing that, idea. He's recruiting from the inside while he's biding his time, get, like waiting for trial or something. Can you imagine? That Can would you be awesome. Imagine he just comes if out with twenty dudes. He gets well, that's just it. He gets arrested, sent to prison. He's in there with Badface. Meanwhile, Chicky and the crew take over all of Dwight's endeavors, and then Dwight comes out of prison, and he gets to get him back. Exactly. <laughs> that's a great idea. Oh my god! Wow, that's. Gentlemen, I think we can screw AI, man. We can write our own show. <laughs> you guys are missing something here. Uh oh, oh. We're, miss we're missing a lot today. What's going right. on? All right. Who was arrested this episode as well? Like the entire biker gang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Dwight and Badface are going to be busy on the inside <laughs> fighting the biker gang while oh Dwight's crew that he has established is going to be on the outside fighting off Dwight's old mafia friends. Is there going to be like a spinoff? There's going to be like a Tulsa King and then like a Tulsa Jail, Tulsa Cell or something? No, this is where I think that there's a deal struck between FX and Paramount and we get a uh, Sons of Anarchy cameo. There you go. Interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was entertaining. Yeah. That was, so that meeting. So what, can we go through really quickly with, with Jimmy? He gets, what, 1% of all the revenue is that correct i thought they said 20. oh 20 percent yeah. and yeah. and he just puts his name down and they do all the legal it, it, these, right the legal it work. is a decent deal yeah if totally everything for him. goes properly which we know it won't right it can i mean he's going to be connected to the the bad stuff i have to ask both of you um were either of you disappointed after this amazing opening when we cut to chicky and the boys i i found it kind of depressing i was like oh yeah right this story is happening i'm so invested in what's going on with dwight and mitch and bodie and tyson and all the guys even jimmy Badface. i forgot the actual plot of the season 
and when we got back into it, it just it's starting to feel kind of tired for me. But I know it's ramping up to a showdown, which I'm excited to see. I just I don't like what we've seen of Chicky in the last few episodes. So I just kind of want that story to come and go. Um, how do you feel about Chicky and the boys uh, planning Dwight's death and how Goody is trying to interfere in the within the conversation? Well, first of all, you have to move forward with this because we've only got this episode and one more for this season. Yeah. So even if it is a little deflating, you have to get back to Chicky. But I am still concerned because he clearly has doubters on the inside. They make it mm -hmm. very clear. And then obviously he also puts his hands on that guy. There's yep. going to be people that are following along, but also raising an eyebrow. And Chicky could very well just as much as lose to Dwight's crew, lose control of his own crew. Interesting. I, I, I kind of want to see that now. There's definitely an alignment issue, right? What was, um, what was the friend that went to visit Dwight already? That Goody? was the guy standing next to Chicky. It wasn't the guy who spoke up, right? It was Goody. He was quiet. Goody. Goody, Goody right. was standing next to Chicky. Right. He didn't say a word. And I thought he would have said, said something, which he didn't. And I think that that's a little telling because he seemingly went along with this way too easily. And I feel like Goody mm. could actually end up kind of standing up as leading a bit of an internal resistance with some of these older people that see that Chicky's not doing right by them. Can we, could he maybe just warn him? Well, I'm thinking he might be Dwight's intel. Right, in that way, in the inside, right? Like warn him yeah. of what's going on. My actual thought now, I don't know how quickly we're, that Dwight, how long Dwight's going to be arrested or whatever, because they didn't really technically arrest. They grabbed him, right? They held him like yeah. we, we're assuming. Say he gets out on bail or whatever. I have a feeling the meeting with him and whatever might be a time when the bikers happen to be trying to go after him. And there will just be one of those crazy, like confusing kind of situations. But, you know, I just went really crazy on that one. It, it, honestly, it, it's entirely possible. Uh, they, they can go in very many directions right now, and they would all make sense. Yeah, and that's kind of nice is that it, it does leave it very open for many different avenues. What did you guys think about the, uh, the back and forth between Dwight and Tyson after that? It was a very short scene, but I think it was a, a much-needed tension breaker. Um, again, getting a bit more humor. Uh, and I don't know why they do this. And sorry, I know I just asked you both a question, but I'm going to skip ahead here. Um, we just go right back to Stacy and her not reacting well to hearing about Dwight potentially having a girlfriend. So it, it seems like the show is kind of going hot and cold for me. We get a great opener and then a bit of a downplay and then a little bit of humor and then something that I think we all find annoying in, in Stacy's uh, scenes. But... Mark, you, you were you were pretty vocal when we were watching about uh, about Stacy and her reaction to Dwight's potential relationship with Margaret. Any thoughts? Yes, I have many thoughts about that. <laughs> I I just I was very excited at the end of the episode, um, <clears throat> but uh, no. To answer your first question, what I think what's going on with Tyson is, you know, once again, uh, uh, Dwight's not giving him everything. Obviously for his protection, but Tyson's trying to be a man. He's leaving the house. He just mm -hmm. hugged his dad goodbye. Like he, that kid 
does ha- has zero idea about the reality of what he's getting himself into and what he's like stepping away from. Yeah. And he really won't. I'm just wondering how that's going to what's going to happen. What are your thoughts on that before we bash Stacy some more? And, and in a very just kind way, not in a physical or emotionally abusive way. Um, I feel like Tyson has taken a bit of a backseat for the last few episodes. And with what I think we all agree is going to be Dwight in prison for a little while, if anything, I see Mitch taking the lead and I see Tyson being his sergeant at arms. And I think this is the, the first sign we get that he is going out on his own. He's going to forge his own way. And I don't think it's going to go well. I think he's going to become very violent, um, even based off of how he's trying to fire the gun at the very beginning of the episode. He has this idea of what it's like to be tough, and that's not reality, but he's not aware of that. Him leaving his family, him leaving Mark, and him not having Dwight to keep him in check, I think is going to be uh, pretty, pretty dark, pretty interesting moving into season two. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what what's going to sh- shake or break or forge him to be mm-hmm. the, the actual person that comes out of this. Oh, what, shit. Do you, you think know? we could end up seeing Tyson versus Dwight at some point? I, I could see that down the road. What are your, what are your thoughts about all this stuff, Sandro? No. Uh, honestly, I think Sandro's probably right here. It's just an interesting idea. It just, I like it, it. It doesn't really make sense for where we're going. I would just like to entertain the idea of if that's where we ended up what would happen i could see him turn because i've seen this happen before i mean it's rare but i've seen someone turn and then lose and it's like man i trusted you buddy i just need you to stay with me and you didn't yeah you know that's lesson learned and if they are downplaying his role then there's some point they're just going to remove him so i mean that that is a thought i want to move on to something a little bit lighter and that is us meeting from the daughter (laughs) <laughs> no. So, no. So, so we are not there yet. Trust so me. Ben, hold on. We didn't even bash Stacy yet. So we, we have we bring up Stacy and then Sandra brings up the daughter. They are two favorite parts of this entire series season. We have to bring up something good first. Okay, let's do it. Mitch's friends who show up and meet Dwight. Oh, the, have, the ex-con rodeo workers. We have two amazing quotes. <laughs> Don't mind the blood. I work at a slaughterhouse. Dwight (laughs) says, you're hired. (laughs) The next guy, I will kill without remorse. (laughs) And he stares at him with those (laughs) light eyes. Amazing. I don't even know the names of these characters, and I already love them. I was too busy laughing, and I'm like, come on, bad face. We just need him, like, heading these guys. Like Suicide Squad 2.0 or something. (laughs) 3.0, come on. Uh, I guess we're on like generation 15. But yeah, we get to see Mark again, which I I mean, you both know I love Mark. He's one of my favorite characters. And it it is a really good heart to heart he has with his son. Um, Tyson. Can we we address about the mother? He's like, you know, is mom going to come out to hug goodbye? And he's like, she can't. She's too busy crying. I mean, come on. That just tells you everything you need to know. That's why I think we're going to get a dark turn here. Yeah, something's going to have to happen. But my next note says, and I'm just going to tell you straight up, it's dot, dot, dot. And now we get Tina. Well, I find the uh, the placement of these scenes to be interesting because they are back to back. And you have Tyson 
kind of having a goodbye with his dad, which it really feels like his dad has finally said, look, I tried. You aren't listening. You're on your own. He's always going to be there for him. But it's, it's like he even just said, like, I'm not, you know, there's no point in me kind of trying to convince you not to do this anymore. Yep. And then you follow that with a scene where uh, Dwight is telling his daughter, don't come here, obviously, because he knows that there is some danger afoot, but he doesn't outright say it. And then she essentially is like, okay, I'm being brushed off. I guess I really didn't even know you. And then him saying, I want to meet my grandkids. Uh, at the end of that conversation, I'm just like, that's not going to happen. Yeah, the way she said in due time or the when, when, when the time is right was like a weird thing to say, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it as him saying, hold off on coming to uh, Tulsa. Mainly because the the studio execs are like we've seen the Nielsen ratings, <laughs> we we don't need Tina in this show. Uh, they're not holding down. Hold off on keeping her in the show at all. I mean, there there is no reason. This is my question. Can I ask why Taylor Sheridan didn't have Chicky just go over and off them right there after he said Dwight's gone? The family goes first. They don't know anything about it. He doesn't know. He just had, he calls. She hasn't answered. I mean, uh, in a couple days, I don't know. He is the creator. He hasn't written everything. Okay. Well, just just the thought. Have you guys thought about that? Like, why why didn't why wasn't there some kind of price put on her after they decreed that he's gone? I mean, if they're gonna take out a maid guy. She's she's nothing to them. They have to have a plan for this character. I don't actually think Chicky wanted to get rid of them. I think attacking her husband was really just sending a message exactly. and he doesn't actually want to take out Dwight's family. Yeah. I feel like he's just turned into like an evil prick in general. And he's like one of those gangster guys. Like I'm taking you and your whole family down. He killed his own dad. I mean, I, I'm just thinking. I can see where you're going with that. Yeah. I'm just going at really hard. I'm leaning really into it. You know, well, later on in the episode, he has that phone call with Dwight and he keeps calling him uncle Dwight. Which is great at uh, using him, I think. Not just using him, but no diffusing, like diffusing. Oh, diffusing, like yes, but masquerading as a friend. Right, for sure, sure. It was definitely to soften him. Yeah, yeah. Dwight didn't buy it at all. Oh, not no, at all. I think he read right through that. Dwight was kind of telling him that's not necessary because he could read the tea leaves, and he knows you haven't called me Uncle Dwight since I got out of jail. This is not like stupid Vinny or whatever his name is, is like, oh, and the Oscar goes too. And it's like, no, man, Dwight didn't buy that at all. Nope. But this, this goes back to what I was saying. I think that Goody is in touch with Dwight this entire time. And he's like, these are the conversations we've been having. So keep this in mind next time you two talk. If it seems weird, it's because it is weird. Um, obviously, we haven't been shown that. And that's just me kind of so you're you're assuming that they're not they haven't shown us, but Goody and Dwight have been in constant communication. And that'll come up somehow. Well, I think Goody and Dwight reconnecting oh, right. really, really changed Goody's perspective. Um, well, I thought he, I thought coming out of that, he felt like, yeah, we can take advantage of more of this. Like I thought he's like he's a good earner. We got the money. We're gonna get like I thought he still saw it very business like, even though he was good with them. If if that makes sense. It, it, it is, but that's because Dwight is incredibly honest. He's not lying to any of them. He will tell them what he's doing. If he owes them money and has to send them money, he will send it. 
So Goody's like, this guy's doing exactly what we're asking. Right. So why are we just going to turn around and kill him when he is the oldest surviving member of that family, right. that mob family? And, and I agree. Like, I like Goody. Yeah. I think he seems like an upstanding. I, I wish there was more of a role for him, actually. Yes, I agree. Because he was really agree. good. I thought his dialogue was excellent. Yeah. Um, next up, uh, Mark, uh, the ATF raids the, the biker bar. And uh, you brought up a very good point. On what grounds? Yeah. How like, legally could they do this? Clearly, I didn't see a warrant. They So they're implying they just walked in there and then they take the freaking laptop that the lady got killed for. They couldn't have done that last episode. Right. There's a laptop in there. Where is it? It's in the thing. Oh, we'll just raid it then. Who kids? I mean, what? The the, the death of her caused her knee jerk to, to raid it and possibly have stuff that are, are like inadmissible against a case in a case of some sort. I'm confused. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And also, Waltrip saw Roxy on the laptop. Right. Hide it. Put it right. somewhere else. <laughs> after, after that, you don't think like, oh, they at least they have an idea something's up, so maybe I should put it somewhere else or maybe take it with me. Yeah, exactly. He catches Roxy on the laptop looking at files. He finds out, well, not finds out, she admits that she's a rat. Right. He then gets a call from Stacy with the ATF so he knows what's happening and he just leaves the laptop there yeah what are the biker guys who who are hazed until they get their like prospects the, the prospects thank you can't he just have a prospect laptop bitch and he's be like here prospect yes. this is yours you lose this you die i agree like that makes the most sense. come on come on with this bunk just it's just laying around now after after not not the first time totally understandable the first time but after the woman pried it open yeah maybe put it somewhere else and i feel like the scene is very much problematic like th there's no way around that and i think that's why we get the next scene to kind of swerve us because it's it's dwight and margaret's ex-husband so while we're confused as to how the atf was able to raid the biker bar we then get this comedic scene between Dwight and the ex, which I think is pretty fucking funny. It is beautiful. I love how the guy just absolutely misreads Dwight. <laughs> yeah. Like you city folk, you're like you're one of them slicker guys. Mm -hmm. Sure. It's just a really good back and forth. And the writing for the show, the dialogue is great. It is. And that character that that actor was excellent for. It. He's like that skinny, smarmy country ish, but like, you know, but refined Midwest guy. Yeah. And the thing is, I, d I don't hate him. I know I'm supposed to. And I know I like Dwight more than I like him. But He's your kind I, I of really prick, though. Oh yeah. my God! Is yeah. he ever? It's yeah, great. and I don't mean that a bad way. It's certainly a compliment. It's just he's your kind of prick. Like <laughs> he's, such, he's such a dick. Because he's, he's also, so he's also trying it. to protect her. Like, but he's also trying to play alpha. Like he's he's the one who's got it. You know what I mean? Like he's the one. Yeah, and that's funny. Like I got it. Still, you know, don't take care of her or whatever. It's like yeah, okay. Misreading the room with the best of intentions is basically what he's doing. Yeah, yeah it's funny. <laughs> so. Then we go back to Stacy because we have to, and she's looking at the uh, the stolen uh, laptop. And is there no password on this thing? Also, no. Yeah, I mean, could they at least maybe it's like, yeah, we encrypted it or we broke, we 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 hacked it or something? Couldn't they yeah. like at least say they did? Can you throw it a seems like in something? 
Yeah, it's like they just opened it up and all of the information was right there. On yeah, the and it was like logged into all of the. So <clears throat> I I know some people have these. I don't have one. I wish I did, but they have like foreign exchange accounts. Mm-hmm. It's like married to the serial number of the laptop. The the stuff you have to go through to get logged in correctly so you can do a trade properly is ridiculous. And this person, they just opened it up and it's on like it's the hidden stuff that they've been looking. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's a little it's a little thin, but once again, I think to Sandra's point, what do you think, Sandra? They've got two episodes left, right? One or one, right? One after this one, but you know they had they they got to speed things up a little bit. I think you guys are getting caught up on unnecessary details. Like I'm I'm sure that the ATF has tech guys that could hack a laptop, and there's no reason to spend screen time showing that. Here's the finished product. Um, I think the more important thing is, what are they going to do with that information? Good point. Couldn't tell you. Probably nothing. So well, they're going to have to do something because, like, the entire biker gang was arrested, and the only two that were not arrested were uh, Waltrip and his. Uh, did they say sergeant at arms or something like that? And he's now gone. So there's only one loose end there, and it's Waltrip, and all of his money is. You know, tied to this laptop account that they have in their hands. Curious to see if the ATF gets to Waltrip before Dwight does. Well, wasn't the guy who they outside the bar who shot up the bar that got killed also the Sergeant Arms? And then the other guy graduated. That guy at the end of the show was then yeah, it was new Roxy's Sergeant Arms? boyfriend who was murdered. Right. Yeah, but that was the Sergeant Arms, correct? Uh, at the time, yeah, they needed a new. Okay, one. so then the new guy. So that was the other yeah. guy with McAdams, right at the end. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I'm just trying to clarify the timeline and all the, and the right people and everything. We hit the scene where um, Bodie and Jimmy are talking and Jimmy goes all in on the casino. We've covered that. So we will go next to uh, the corrupt cops who stopped Dwight and he just calls them out, uh, intimidates them. Uh, honestly, a pretty decent job at enforcing threat on both sides. So I'm curious to see how the corrupt police force plays out in the next episode and as i'm curious about what happens here then we're just throwing stacy and her therapist and where are we going with this um mark you've you've been pretty vocal about stacy and dwight's relationship sandro you as well um in just a very short summary is this anything we need to even consider anymore does this need to be in the show well um about the State troopers, if I may, you have to admit that that even that scene was funny when Dwight gets back in the car and he forgot his gun. Yeah, but he still pulled it off. It's like that guy is just, you know, blood in the or ice in the veins, right? Something, but um, yeah, Stacy. I think they finally admitted the daddy issue thing. I think that yeah. kind of just locked it. I think that actually was smart, but maybe they could have done that a long time ago, and we could just not have been upset about this whole thing existing. I'm fine with it. I really didn't have that much of a problem with Stacy this episode. Okay. Clearly Um, you guys did, but uh, I found it interesting that this entire episode was almost a race between her and Waltrip. Uh, Was Waltrip going to get to Dwight before she got to Waltrip? And it perfectly came to a head with the final scene. See, I'm pretty interested in that. That's how you were looking at the episode, because I never even gave that a thought. I missed all of that altogether. That was the most insightful thing I've ever heard, and I've never—I didn't think that either. Well, I'm just so much more focused on the other characters that I actually enjoy. 
Because I, I find Waltrip to be very problematic as a character. And I guess it's my, my bias, my appreciation of the other characters in the show where I'm so much more focused on what they're doing that I ignore what some of the other characters bring to the, uh, the plot of the episode. We've covered Chicky and Dwight's phone call where Chicky keeps calling him Uncle Dwight and everything. So let's just jump right over to uh, dinner with Manny and Clara. I'm going to say right now, I think this entire scene is to show that Manny is probably going to go 100% crazy in the next episode. I, he's all in. Yeah. He's gonna, and he's going to show it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Sandro, are you a, a Manny fan going uh, 100% in? Or do you think this is a, a lead to a different story story angle? Uh, this is entirely leading up to him dying. You think? Yeah. So you think he's going to be one of the casualties in the finale? Absolutely. I think that this was essentially him as a father and a husband died in that scene. And now his physical body will die in the next episode. It makes sense. Um, I hope you're wrong. I would love to see Crazy Manny around for a while, but uh, we don't know how long the show's going for. So you you're probably probably right there. I didn't see that coming, and now I hope that's not the case because I don't want the show to end that way. That's a beautiful insight again, and I hate it again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I could see it happening. But I feel like he's gonna kind of play more the Sergeant of Arms for the mafia guys because he knows how to handle a weapon so mm -hmm. maybe he plays a little bit more of a structured role yeah we've learned that sergeant in arms is not a position that you want to hold if you don't want to die no definitely not i i understand but i'm talking about like the armor right in some way and or the guy who's like trained the trainer the guy the guy who's showing everybody the expert right i mean or how to, you know how to conceal how to do this how to do how to earn He'd I'm, definitely be a good lieutenant, right? Obviously, uh, in that way, at the lower, you know, mid-level. Totally fine with Manny dying. I just want to see him around for a few more episodes, showing his his true character. I feel like they're building him up too much to make him less expendable. Mm -hmm. I think I think that's what they're trying to do now, but I totally understand that possibility of him dying for sure, too. So, what happens next... Um, confused me at first but hearing sandro's explanation makes a lot more sense and that was stacy confronting dwight and telling him to forget all about waltrip my note says what are we doing here but sandro said it's it's a race between the two of them and that fully explains the scene to me but it does lead into the bikers doing uh, what i had written as a drive-by it's more of a drive up stop shoot and then continue on. Uh, but Stacy gets hit. Um, I'm not going to lie, guys. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that would be the end of the character. What do you both think about this incident? I believe you guys heard me say, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, we're, not, we're not thinking it's fatal, so. No. I feel no. bad now because I feel bad. Like, I actually like Stacy, the actor and the character and everything, not the way she is the daddy thing explains it all and kind of makes me feel sympathetic toward her more that Agreed. she can't get out of that like this kind of explained her us about her in a way that makes us her like uh, her we always thought she was ridiculously attached in some weird crazy way too soon mm -hmm. and it makes sense yeah um this one episode really 
made me forgive what we've been shown of her previously. And I just had a light bulb moment come, if I may, if before I lose it. So okay. the woman in the beginning shooting, she lost her dad to suicide. Dwight pushed his daughter away. Uh, Manny's leaving his family, so he's no longer a father and mm -hmm. a husband. Do you know? There's like a theme going through this where this husband or patriarchy kind of relationship is kind of fading. Uh, Mark loses his son, mm -hmm. um, so there seems to be this thing of a father theme that just kind of popped in my head with all of these characters in this one. I can't argue that. Like, no, like that, literally that's a very all good them, point. All of them now and it's literally just popped in my head. It wasn't it took all that to put it together, but if you line them all <laughs> up, they all had father like suicide, right? Like all had father issues in some yeah. weird way. No, it very much makes sense. It's it's a wonderful point to make. Some very good insight. I missed over even Chicky had father issues. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the most apparent of everyone. The weirdest daddy issues I've ever seen. <laughs> but we um, we end with what we assume is Dwight being arrested, even though we don't see it. Um, but also Sandra at the point that. Stacy can no longer deny her involvement with Dwight because now the ATF, the police are there. She is on scene. He, he did say that there's certain ways she can talk around it and talk herself out of it, but there is a direct connection now. And honestly, I think this is probably the most excited I've ever been to watch the next episode. They, they built it up so well. Uh, how are we feeling about going into the finale? Well, two things about that one is we did see this the new sergeant arms the guy with uh mcadams go down mm -hmm. we don't know which weapon did that and one of them is missing from the scene Indeed. So that's very interesting i'm curious if they're going to follow into that some weird way uh oh definitely there and then secondly obviously would be um yeah we it it's interesting how this is going to continue i'm excited yeah you're right this has probably been the one i've looked most forward to yeah well stacy is going to be very vital in this next episode i think it's going to depend on her actual condition because if she's not dead but say unconscious they decide that or they discover that the bullet in the sergeant in arms is not her bullet she is going to need to essentially be able to to say dwight was acting in self-defense but if she's say in a coma or unconscious she can't do that and i think that she's going to have a vital role in all of this and that's going to be a big part of Dwight's ultimate fate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you've you pretty much summed it up, called it perfectly. You've yoded this episode. <laughs> like you, you brought up things I'm not even thinking about, and I'm like, wow, my my head is blown, gentlemen. I've missed you guys. I really have. Yeah, well, I I think we're we're all pretty stoked to cover this last episode together. So very much. Right, so before we get to that. Why don't we get to our individual highlight of the episode? I'm going to have to say the very beginning, the, um, the firearm training. It's great to start off an episode of the show with such a laugh fest. Uh, I, I couldn't hold it at, or hold it in. I, I just, I started guffawing immediately. It was great. I loved it. Two for two, gentlemen, two for two. That beginning scene watching. Cause I, I, know people who work who work with handguns or work with firearms and watching newbies and i've worked with experienced people i even watched the even watching the you know uh who's who's the guy who the bartender 
holding when he held Mitch. it. I'm like, he's yeah, Mitch. I'm like, even he's holding a little bit off, but then going down the line and watching them all hold it in the most different ways. Mm-hmm. It was it was the it was hilarious. What do you think, Sandra? Um, I liked it, although I don't know if I can say it was my highlight just because my favorite part was actually Dwight bluffing the cops. Um, he just really? had his hand in his. Yeah. And I think that once like once it actually gets out that Waltrip is the only one left, I think that the cops are going to develop a backbone and stand up for themselves. Now that like the entire biker gang is in there, I think it's going to be a very pivotal moment that nobody really put that much thought into in this episode. I did like the interaction. I feel like they've built Walter up so much that they can't make him look that weak and that something is going to happen. Like he'll team up with Chicky or something. But uh, yeah, that, that, that is a very good point. I'm curious to see what's going to, what's going to play out. All right. So now we have the very difficult task of ranking this episode because it has been a little while, but Kind of where do you guys think this one fits? Hmm. Not the best, but it did get us back on track and made me excited to see how it plays out. Um, we're what? Episode eight. Looking back at it. Um, I'm going to say third best for me. Okay. So just after Caprice. Yeah, I will agree. I was going to go two, three. I'll go with three as well. It's certainly up there. It, made me re-excited and reinvigorated and ready for this last episode. My personal thought was to have it literally second, just behind the very first episode. I think this episode had pretty much everything. It had Mm -hmm. humor. It had a goodbye to the daughter. (laughs) 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 It had a lot. It had a a goodbye to Stacy. It had a goodbye. No, it's not goodbye to Stacy. Stacy is going to be still very vital, but we might not see the daughter again. (laughs) Um, that being said I am perfectly fine dropping it down one mark to agree with you guys and have it third Okay. I I personally was just leaning towards second because it set up so much for the finale it had great humor it had a little bit of action and it definitely had a great cliffhanger ending where like you just want to know what's going to happen the second those cameras turned off but I will I'll put it in third and then we'll see what happens the next episode. From everyone here at Channel Surfing, remember, here we are bloody but not beaten. Down but not out. From this point on, this city and everything in it belongs to us. Until next time.